Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and this week we're featuring three very popular episodes from last fall about gratitude, trying new things, and divine miraculous coincidences. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with today's Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration from our best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, Live Happy. Today, I want to talk about how stepping outside your comfort zone and trying something new or something you're sure you won't like or something you're afraid of can transform your life. You'll feel proud and excited when you do these new things, and your life will expand and it will seem to hold much greater potential. So let's start with Lindsay Detweiler, who was feeling very sorry for herself as she trekked across her college campus one June, bemoaning the fact that she was forced to take a summer class, and worse, a summer class called The Literature of Health and Healing. She was convinced she was in for a miserable couple of months. This class focused on literature about death, illness, and the idea that mortality is inescapable. They read stories, poems, and books that focused on tragedy happening to people. Books like Tuesdays with Maury that reminded them that anyone could get an awful disease. They read poem after poem from people who were dying, lonely, depressed, abused. At 23, Lindsay had no idea that this seemingly dreadful summer class would change her life and help her achieve dreams that she didn't even know she had. But what happened was that a few weeks into the course, Lindsay realized that the class she had dreaded was inspiring her to get moving on chasing her own dreams and setting her priorities. It helped her gain perspective, and it helped her realize that her really big dream was to see her name on the cover of a published book. She'd always been a casual writer, but she had never thought about officially becoming a writer. Lindsay says, My class about death and illness made me realize that dreams are meant to be chased by the living. Thus, I went home, sat down, and started thinking about what story I would tell if I could. I stopped thinking about the safe, predictable path I could follow to success. Instead, I thought about what really inspired me and what I truly wanted to accomplish. Lindsay wrote a novel that centered around the issue of wrongful convictions, and four years later, she had a publisher. Even bigger dreams came after that. She wrote more books, was published by one of the really big publishing houses, and even hit the USA Today bestsellers list. Today, she is an English teacher and a thriller author, and she is still amazed that it all came about because she stepped outside her comfort zone and forced herself to attend that summer literature class. She concludes her story by saying, sometimes the things we dread the most become the things that change us the best. Lindsay stepped outside her comfort zone and exposed herself to something new that revealed her most important dream to her. And another way that people step outside their comfort zones is by talking to people, by engaging with strangers even. There's something really special about reaching out to a stranger and making a new connection. So I want to share Mark Mason's story with you because I know how that unplanned but friendly exchange with someone you don't even know can brighten your day. 
After all, we are naturally gregarious creatures, right? And it can make a big difference in our days when we spontaneously have a quick, friendly conversation with someone. Mark makes a practice of this, and his story is called Seeing With Your Heart, which is a good way of describing what he does. He starts his story by telling us how he was walking through the parking lot of a shopping plaza in a Southern California town, and he saw this young woman standing next to the grocery store with a big pile of shopping bags. He made eye contact with her, smiled, and said, Hello there, and how are you today? So that might sound creepy, but it was nice. And she smiled back and she responded, I'm fine, sir. How are you? And Mark said, I'm doing well. Thank you. He'd only taken a few steps past her when he heard her say another thing. She said, thank you for seeing me. So that was big. She had been feeling invisible and he had made her back into a person worth noticing. Mark turned around then and he went back and they had a conversation. He says, For the next 20 minutes, I listened with rapt attention to Dominique share her story. She had grown up in Louisiana, where her mother and sister still lived, and three years ago, a family tragedy prompted her to make the move to California, where without contacts or the promise of employment, she had managed to create a life of purpose and fulfillment. She spoke with an easy Southern charm and a smile that radiated joy. Well, after they spoke, a car pulled up to pick up Dominique, and Mark helped load her groceries into the back seat. She thanked him, and she said, My daddy used to say that a person will remember how you made them feel long after they've forgotten what you said. I know I'll remember this for a long time. Mark says he felt the same way. How great it is to make that connection with a stranger based on our shared humanity. Mark says, Every person has a story to tell if we're willing to take the time to listen. Greeting a stranger with a smile and a kind word is a very small thing to do and yet can have a profound effect on both people. One of my favorite quotes is from Mother Teresa. Not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. I have found that the benefit of doing these small things not only helps me maintain a positive outlook on life, but may even sow a few seeds of hope for someone else. Mark says he has done this, reaching out to say hi to a stranger, hundreds of times over the past few years, and it has never been met with anything other than a positive response. Especially in these days of social media, when you walk into a restaurant and you see four friends sitting in a restaurant table or they're each glued to their own phone, you can see the value in looking into someone else's eyes and speaking out loud to each other. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, Live Happy. I'm sharing stories from the book in our daily newsletter as well. So if you want to have a free story delivered to your email inbox every day, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. And there you will find a button to sign up for the newsletter. Also, I am sharing two dozen stories from this new book with you on the podcast. So keep listening for more of them and be sure to listen to the past episodes as well so that you don't miss any of them. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.